Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm DeFi250. And I'm Alpha Feeb. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP podcast that has 999 Carbink XL candy. And Alpha Feeb, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. You know, I could be doing better, but I could also be doing worse. Perfect. That is an okay place to be. If anybody does not recognize you by your uh, name, Alpha Phoebe, what is your spot in the Pokemon Go universe? What is your role here? Uh, well, uh, first and foremost, right now, I would say that I am a caster uh, amongst yourself for the Play Pokemon series. You can catch us on twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go, or sometimes directly on the Pokemon channel. Uh, and we're uh, shoutcasting various regionals, uh, ICs, and potentially worlds uh, coming your way live on twitch.tv. Excellent. And worlds is in Hawaii this year. An interesting yeah. choice. Especially a bad timing on the announcement, but I think it'll be pretty fun. I'm glad that the Pokemon company donated like, what was it? $200,000 for the Maui fires, like immediately after making that announcement. I think that was a really good call. Yeah, I agree. Um, Outside of casting, I have uh, done some of my own Twitch streaming on my own channel. Uh, I have worked as a tournament organizer for Go Stadium, as well as my locals back in Minnesota. Um, And yeah, I think that more or less covers it. Very good. I'm excited. We've gotten to cast just one time before on the official circuit, and that was a really good time. Hope we get to do that more in the future. Uh, we, I think you are best known for Play Pokemon Quick Maths with Alpha Phoebe. Yes, that and, too. And my uh, ever-adoring love of Umbreon. And Poly- I remember Politoed. Lots oh, yeah. of Politoed uh, propaganda right. was happening uh, in quite a few casts as well. Also yes. just making for very, very cheesy jokes. Sometimes you can give the cheesiest beef uh, a run for his money. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say my love for Politoed is everlasting, but I definitely was trying to run some propaganda through the airwaves at different times throughout the regional circuit, that's for sure. All right, and before we really dive into the podcast, I also don't want to forget to shout out and thank so much for the Beginner to Winner podcast, for Wildcat Dad, for Dino, for stepping up and taking over the podcast last week. While I was busy traveling and Fish is busy traveling, we were still able to put out a show because those two did a great episode. I was able to just finish listening to it this morning. 
And they did a really great job recapping worlds, making predictions about what might happen next season, uh, talking a bit about championship points, kind of that shift. So they did an awesome job. And I just want to thank them again. If anybody is interested, so it's BTW, Beginner to Winner, Pokemon Go podcast for PvP. Definitely worth checking out. I talk about them all the time on the show. But we can go ahead and get going. Quickly, let's do our GBL section. How was GBL this week for you, Alpha Phoebe? It was Master League and Fantasy Cup in the Ultra League. It was, uh, if I had to get, give it one word, a bit tumultuous. Uh, I think I was starting around 2,700. I dipped down to like 2,600, and I think I ended up at around 2,700 over the course of a couple of days. I played fantasy cup for like three or four days uh my team kind of uh moved around a bit i was trying to focus on the a- uh, shadow a slash and tapu finicore which of course is amazing and great and we love hoff here uh between us two a lot um but the team i ended up going with was uh legacy melmetal so double iron bash with Ooh. superpower as a secondary charge move uh, Giratina Origin form, uh, double ghost move set, so that's going to be Shadow Ball plus Omniswind, and then Tapu Fini, uh, Surf, a Moon Blast as its charged attacks. And uh, I really like the two in the back, Tapu Fini and, and Origin form, because they, they do so well against the meta up energy. And Iron Bash, uh, Iron Bash Mel Metal is able to force a lot of shields it, it's able to get to iron bash in four thunder shocks which i did not re- realize before having played this uh fantasy cup so uh it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun to use that's so fast four thunder shocks to a iron bash yes every that's single time crazy very cool so that makes really like that's so spammy i love that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and like that, uh, so, uh, disappointingly, I did one final set of Fantasy today before like trying to ramp up into Master League, because that is what's going, what I'm going to try to play next week. Uh, I, I happened to go uh, 0-4 in Fantasy in my last set, but it wasn't because I was getting hard-countered every time, it was just because my opponents were outplaying me, which, you know, feels bad, but like at least I wasn't getting RPS'd. Yeah, I mean, and it happens sometimes. Sometimes you just get matched up against opponents that, like, they've got your number, and it happens sometimes. Have you hit Legend this season already? I have not yet, so I'm feeling the fire underneath me, because I have hit Legend every season since preseason up until this point. I have, like, eight more days, I think. I've done all my battles for today already, and I plan on doing every single battle that I can until I hit Legend, um... Yeah, fingers crossed. Good for you. Uh, I'm definitely taking the the lighter road, as we discussed before recording. So once I got to Japan uh, and I was sitting, you know, right at Veteran, I was uh, before Worlds and before going to Japan. I even got like I was at like 2700. I was so close to expert. And then I just tanked all the way back down to the 2500s. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Japan, I just focused on being in Japan. Like I was hardly on my phone unless I was doing like GoFest or doing the Worlds event. So I didn't do a lot of just I didn't open Go Battle League, which was healthy and what was what I needed to do. And then 
the reason I couldn't record this last week is pretty much immediately when I returned from the Japan, I unpacked, repacked, and went to New York City for GoFest. And while I was there, I was extremely tired and jet-lagged and didn't play Go Battle League either. I'm hoping to get a couple sets in for Master League, but we Fish and I are a little infamous on this podcast for not playing a ton of Master League because we don't have a ton of resources and we don't raid. I have Rayquaza, though, now. Like, this is the first legendary I've ever been able to, like, get the XL candy for. Yeah. So I feel like I should use it. I've never, ever had 296 XL candy for any legendary. And now I can. And you can use what you can use what I've been doing, the double legacy move set, which is kind of like smurfing in the Master League, I feel like, because it's a it's a kind of nutty move set. All right. So double legacy. So Dragon Ascent. And what would be the other legacy move? Breaking swipe. So you have just like a really obnoxious bait move that lowers their attack. And it's still like it's it's a it's a dragon claw a clone right but it has a guaranteed attack drop so it's not really like the biggest bait like something like dragonite just basically always goes for dragon claws for consistent dps like imagine if altaria had dragon claw in great league that would be something um please no it's (laughs) it's it's just really spammy and i've been using it with uh with my Hundo uh, level 51 Dialga plus uh, Excadrill for coverage against those fairy types. Uh, and it's worked out pretty well. I had one 5-0 set and then I think like a couple of 2-3 sets uh, to, to mix up with my what ended up being an 0-5 set. So like uh, on the day, I was only down a couple of games, even though I had that 0-5 set at the end of my, my um, on, at the end of my day. But I think I think I feel okay in Master League. The team's really solid against like Kyogre, especially if you see it, unless it of course gets matched up against the Excadrill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking a look now. You're inspiring me to look at my Master League roster, which just again we can officially move on. The last week of the season is Master League and the Great League Catch Cup. I don't love Catch Cup because I don't like building a new thing. Like if I have a really good Altaria, for example, I don't want to build another Altaria just for catch cup. Like I'd rather put resources into master league as something that I know is going to come around again. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. And that's why I'm, that's why I spent like today like warming up to master league. Cause I had been playing fantasy cup for the past couple of days um, and having moderate success with it. Uh, then today I, I, I tested the waters for Master League. It was going pretty well. I was up uh, up a little bit of ELO. Um, and I, I, I don't want to play Catch Cup because, like you, I don't want to... I mean, uh, what what's a Pokemon that I've built within the past whatever... It, it's the whole season, right? Yep, Carbank. Have you built yeah, a carbink? I, I I really don't. I, I'll build a carbink, but I don't really want to play carbink all that much against a bunch of other carbink mirrors. True. Uh, I'm taking a look at PV poke. I don't have enough for Groudon XL, but I could like play. I have a Hundo Groudon. 
uh, mm. that I could use. It just I wouldn't be able to fully max it out. I only have like a very minimal and embarrassingly minimal amount of XL candy. So I could get it a couple levels up beyond 40, mm. uh, but not too much more. Well, they are in raids right now. You do have the primal uh, Groudon and Kyogre in raids. So if you uh, are doing any of those raids. I could, but I, it was Kyogre yesterday and Wednesdays are my days that I work on that. Mm. Uh, I have slightly more Kyogre XL candy, but it's still not very much. I yeah, don't I raid mean... very much, Phoebe. I just, I do like once a week, I'll pl- do like four or five raids for a Pokemon on raid hour. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I uh I have 46 Groudon XLs and 86 Kyogre XLs. So don't worry. You're 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 amongst good okay. company here. Okay, okay, okay. But Rayqu- I went hard on Rayquaza raids for the um during the mega. I still don't have a Hundo though. That's the one Ooh. thing holding me back for powering it up. Yeah, and my okay. 98 is a 14 15 15, which like you're always going to lose the mirror. Mhm. So that's a little concerning. Yeah, that is a bit tough. It's a bit tough. Uh, trying to look at some of the other Pokemon. So I have like a Dragonite. I have an Ursaluna. I have a lot of those more accessible Pokemon that we talk about mm. because they've had a community day. Um, for example, I've got Garchomp. I've got Togekiss, Magikarp, Machamp. Um, you have Magikarp for the Master not Ma- I do have a Magikarp. It is <laughs> my Gyarados. I have my 98% uh, shiny Level 50 Gyarados. That isn't sheesh. That's a 98% I will not be ashamed of using. What else do I have? I have a Mamoswine. I know those are really probably could be really good. Oh my gosh. A bunch of the dragons um, with all the dragons out. I feel like Shadow Mamoswine in Master League is just so incredibly potent. I wish I had a good Shadow uh, Swinub to to uh, max and turn into a Shadow Mamoswine. Well, you know I don't use Shadows, Alpha Phoebe, so mine is a a regular old hundo, but it is so good. So I might might try to find a team where I can do that, because if Rayquaza is going to be really popular, Dragonite's going to be really popular... Um, even like Giratina altered and things. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of potential for Mamoswine. Definitely, but. definitely. And like it's got play against Groudon as well. You really have to avoid Kyogre. Um, and like it's going to be neutral against a lot of the fairies like Geomancy Xerneas. That's going to be really popular as well because it's just in raids now. Um, I got to imagine that something like Zacian has a bit of a... a, a I, I think Zacian and Xerneas both have a little bit of an advantage given that they get to close combat so quickly um, and they can probably tank an avalanche if I had to guess. All right. Um, You also, good call, Geomancy Xerneas. I have about 148, so I could get like halfway there on my Xerneas Um, and it's lucky, so I'm not spending as much Stardust, which... We always love, it's a, another ninety eight percent shiny that I got in a lucky trade. So, okay, I feel like that would be another good call as well. There's a lot of things that are out, like the things that are out in raids right now are really good for Master League. They're good investments, I would say, to raid for them, to use for, like, to power up as raid counters, to use in the Master League. They're just good picks overall. I think mm-hmm. that I think is a good chunk for the Go Battle League. What's coming up, and then it's the end of the season 
We're going to be, we will finish up the season of hidden gems. We found all the gems, Alpha Phi. We found every single one. They've all been discovered. And it'll be time for a new season. Is there anything you are like really, really hoping for or any predictions for this upcoming season? I would love for them to continue the XL candy guaranteed on trade that uh, was in the hidden gem season. And I think it was in a season a couple of times ago. I think that's probably one of my favorite things about the hidden gem season is that it makes XL candies a little bit more accessible. Um, Yeah. A hundred percent. I love that. Hope that that continues into the new season. Also, uh, I'm just move. It's hard to predict like the move updates and things. We can have our hopes, like something that's not going to make Carbink too crazy. <laughs> yeah, something to maybe bring down Metacham usage a little bit, and this will continue into play Pokemon. Uh, but again, it is just so so tough to predict. I'm hoping we continue to get a good variety of new metas. Um, don't know how I feel about Little Cup still. Let me take a look. I got to pull up all the different cups that we had this season because some of them were good. We had some good ones. There's always some stinkers, but I think we had some good. I think we had some good metas. We had good move updates and things. Yeah. And coming into this season, I think I I, I talked to Hoff a lot uh, about move things uh, going into. Well, I talked a lot going into the season about move changes, and I was some. I was a strong proponent of buffing Mud Bomb because Toxicroak is a Pokemon that I have a lot of love for, and I felt like Medicham being as dominant as it was, and with. Uh, and then eventually fi- uh, finding out that uh, Trevenant was getting nerfed, Metacham was a very obvious pick for something that's going to shine very brightly. In order to rein that in a little bit, you wanted to have another counter user shine bright as well. And I, I, I was really hoping that would be Toxicroak. And uh, the Mudbond buff was nice. It does help in a lot of different matchups. It's just not quite strong enough. And like... I, I struggle myself thinking about going forward into this next season about like what changes can they make to really disrupt that Metacham, Lantern, Noctowl core that is so potent right now in Play Pokemon as well as Go Battle League, right? And Exactly. Especially because they can't, they don't take the moves away. Yeah, like, and- they, they can't. And like the moves that those Pokemon have are so widely available it's really tough to like nerf one of them you can't nerf counter you really can't change ice punch too much right uh psychic is i think what a lot of people have talked about nerfing potentially but if you nerf psychic then you start getting power up punch ice punch or dynamic punch ice punch metachams as opposed to psychic and i guess Here's, here's one thing that maybe I can say, and, and maybe people will dislike me for saying it, is that Azumarill plays an important part of keeping Metacham down, and maybe we could see a reversal of the bubble nerf that happened oh so long ago. I think the BTW boys mentioned Surf Azumarill. Uh, I think that's a step too far, but maybe a reversal of the bubble nerf I could get behind. Yeah, I, 
I don't know. I think Azumarill's in a really solid spot with his charge attacks. Even if you give it Surf, Ice Beam Play Rough is so potent. I'm mm-hmm. not sure you switch to Surf Play Rough. Um, eh, I, I could see some play for that, I guess. But like dropping Ice Beam, I I feel like is pretty tough given um, Altaria Play Rough. The, the matchup Play Rough into Altaria is not super clean, and you'd want it to be as a fairy type, a bulky fairy type into a dragon type. Agreed. Uh, a lot of these matchups, and that's something we talked about, like one benefit of like nerfing psychic it's one of it's the thing that metacham uses to hit azumarill so if you nerf psychic that does help azumarill in that matchup a little bit Mm -hmm. like that's one positive from it and not a ton of other pokemon use psychic we don't see it a ton out there yeah especially in the great league like I'm, I'm trying to think right now, and my brain, it's a little bit tired. I mean, I think we both have a little bit of a jet lag from coming back from J- uh, Japan still in our system, but I'm really struggling. I guess I'll have to pull up Piva Poke myself and uh, do a little cheating. It's okay. The, the beauty of podcasts, Phoebe, is they can't actually see you. Oh, no. Those things. I've outed myself. <laughs> That's all right. In the meantime, um, a couple other things. I hope we get another really cool pose. The The clay one was interesting. I'm okay that I only ever got the pants. The pants are the pants or something. <laughs> uh, the clay style pants. Uh, so that's all right. I'm excited to see. I love the featured trainers that we get on all of these. So I'm excited to see what the next one is. Um, Summer Cup, I think, was really popular, both Great League and Ultra League. I love Little Element Cup. I used to hate all Little Cups. I've come around. I like Little Element Cup. I hope it stays. Ducklet forever. <laughs> like, it is It is a good time. Also love all the Remix Cups. Anytime we get a good Remix is fun for me. You get to ban, like, those top 20 or so from the top usage. Overall, I think a lot of the cups were pretty popular this season. I just, again, like, I don't like the catch cup on principle. Like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. And I think one thing that they did really well this season, and maybe the past couple of seasons as well, I forget when they implemented this, they've limited our options to two each time, right? And they and I feel like there's always at least one pretty good option out of the two options that they give us. So that I never feel like I can't play GBL or like I'm forced to play something that I really just don't like. Right. Unless you're me and you're stuck between like a little cup that you don't like and Master League. And then I'm really stuck. But I'm working on it. I'm working on my little cup bias. I'm working on my Master League bias. We've had lots of Master League people on this podcast recently and I'm I'm going to try is the reason that you don't like Master League because it's a bad league or it's because you're just not prepared for it? It's because I'm not prepared for it. If I had like a level 50 Hundo Dialga, like mm-hmm. I'd I'd be a lot happier or a Hundo Giratina that's at level 50. I, so just trying to use what I, I struggle to just use what I have and... That's what I worry about. But I think I'm, I am, I do really feel that I'm starting to get to the point 
where I have some of the right Pokemon, even if they're not the legendaries. <laughs> I have quite a few of the the premier master premier <laughs> like that I can do. I can do master premier all day. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that's how I felt myself for some time and I'm getting closer to being comfortable. I want to raid more to get the XL so that I can build the Pokemon because I find Master League very interesting as someone who hasn't participated in Master League since like much since it's gone to level 50. I like want to get good at it because I see all these I mean, I guess maybe this is just like me nerding out a little bit. These cool legendary Pokemon that I never see in Great League, uh, except maybe if uh, if you don't count my level fifteen Rayquaza that I got in uh, in, in Japan, a uh, little, 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 little flex there. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you get to see like a lot of cool legendary Pokemon that are like you don't see in Great League very often, and and I want to I want to like play with those Pokemon too, you know. Agreed. And again, as soon as I can build them, like I'm interested, I just have to do enough raids. Giratina, I think, will be the next one that I like really actually try for. Um, I have the leggy one, the altered form. I have a lucky, but I only have 71 Giratina XL. I mm. like I have a 98 percent lucky uh, shiny. OK, that's best buddied. So I think that would be a good pick. If I just can get enough XL, if I can just raid enough during like the fall Halloween time, I think it'll be good. With that, let's talk a little bit more about Play Pokemon. We have some upcoming events. I, I, we just ended the 2023 season. I'm not really sure what happened, but now we're already in the 2024 season. I feel like I blinked like the off season, quote unquote, was like a week. Can't it stop, won't like, stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Pittsburgh registration is open. It's going to be September 8th to the 10th. And I think there's about 60 registrants right now. Last I checked. And again, I don't have access to the actual registration numbers. What I do is just I look at the hearsay. I look at the Twitter conversations, the discord posts. Uh, I guess it's I guess it's X posts now. Or we're not going to talk we just about still it. Call it Twitter. We still it's, call it Twitter. It's, okay. it's Twitter. Uh, Barcelona has a special event September 16th and 17th sold that out in about an hour Uh, I did see though online that they are looking uh, hoping to have anybody who can't make it uh, and change their mind be able to drop out within the next week so they can open those spots back up but that went really fast uh, and sold out and Peoria Definitely not sold out, Peoria, Illinois. October 6th through the 8th, registration is open for that one as well. So we have two North American events and a European special event uh, coming up soon, just within this next month here. Yeah, uh, it's a lot. It's coming fast. And, you know, Peoria is everyone's favorite regional location. I hear hear it's the Paris of the Midwest. Oh, Peoria. It's I, I haven't been there, so I'm going to have to maybe I'll go this year. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll find out what the what the hype is around Peoria, Illinois. It sure right. is something. It is something. All right. Moving right along. Hopes or predictions for the new season. Uh, do you have any thoughts like on the championship point system or we talked a little bit about like meta shifts we're hoping to see anything standing out to you? 
Mr. Alpha Phoebe about this upcoming 2024 season? Meta. I want to see less Lantern. I don't like Lantern. I don't think it's a very fun Pokemon. I'd like to see less of it. Metacham, it's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's not Lantern. So like, less less Lantern, Metacham's okay. I don't mind it too much. Um, Locations. I don't think we've been given icy locations yet, so maybe some fancy new locations. Uh, I, I... I don't have too much dislike in my heart for the state of Ohio and it's the, the city of Columbus, but maybe a different location for NAIC would be pretty cool. Um, you know, fingers crossed, maybe. Uh, and I, I, I was saying for a while that I really want to go to EUIC uh, and like maybe this year I would skip worlds so that I could go to EUIC so that I don't have too many uh, major travel obligations uh for my um single person income to uh try to afford but then it was announced that it's going to be in honolulu so like that's kind of a destination that would be fun to go to so you know you have a bit of a i i've I've got a tough decision to make basically very true it's just it's so tough there's no NA regionals announced right now for summertime. So the main summertime events that are easiest for me to get to are NAIC and World. So, you know, I'd be happy to go to Columbus, Ohio a third time. I enjoyed it, but <laughs> agreed a new place would be fun. Maybe something a little different. And then, yeah, Honolulu, Hawaii. I've never been to the state of Hawaii. I would love to see it. So that's, it's tough. I just don't know if any of the other ICs are in the cards for me. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Fingers crossed. Maybe we can make something work. I know there's a lot of, I've got some fans in Australia that I think would love to see me out there, but mm-hmm. it's rough. I was just in Japan. <laughs> it's a long, it's a long uh, jet lag recovery time. For sure. And then one more prediction. I would love to see someone who we haven't seen participate in a regional. Maybe you, listener, show up to a regional and sweep the whole thing. Like, Axon was not a big name within the community over a year ago, right? His first regional was Indianapolis. He he did beat me. Uh, He knocked me out of the winner's bracket. (laughs) Little, little, uh, you know, self-promotion here. Um... But he, he wasn't super well known then. And now, what is it? Basically two years later, he's won the world championships. And like, I think that's really amazing. So I'd love to have at least a couple new people come out to regionals, perform super well, and hopefully one of them takes the whole thing and qualifies Worlds. I completely agree. Even think just Rubik's Master did one regional tournament in Portland and then took second place at worlds like that is incredible i want to find more of these names i'd also one hope as well i would hope that we get more coverage and more information about the apac regions uh as well during this play season because Mm -hmm. i feel like always the apac names other than australia i feel like we hear a little bit about uh you know our rick flareons our fish on a heaters uh, no 
<laughs> some of those players, we hear about them a bit, but a lot of the players out in Japan or India, some of them we just don't have their stories. And I would love to get more of those stories somehow this season out of the APAC region. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we like we have the names that have performed well, like Godin Hada and uh, oh gosh, I'm going to forget the other one. Crescent Angels. Yeah, Crescent Angels. Thank you so much. Uh, who who performed really well at Worlds last year, uh, and we have a few uh, newer names from Worlds the, uh, this year, like uh, Ishikawa uh, Ishikaya Boy. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I'm sorry. Um. Uh. So like, keep them coming. We'd love to hear more for sure. All right. And speaking of hearing more. Alpha Phoebe, I think it's time to reach into our mailbag. It is quite heavy. And even though Fish isn't here this week, I'm hoping you can help me handle the weight of this mailbag. The, the mailbox was just bursting at the seams. Oh, for sure. I've been uh, I've been exercising a little bit. I can I can uh, carry carry some weight. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with this first one. This is from Mythic. And I think he didn't specify, but I think think he's talking about the ultra league uh you'll have to help me decide i'm pretty sure that's what he means he says uh hey friends mythic here y'all told me to update you on my gbl progress so here you go unfortunately after i took a little break this week from pokemon go the meta must have changed because almost every player i fought has beaten me quickly i tried switching up my team but i haven't decided on a final team I'd like some advice on what to choose. I'm going to switch out my Obstagoon for something. Can't decide to go with a Double, a Scrafty, or a Shadow Registeel. The problem with Registeel is that I'd have to get a bit of rare candy. And I've heard that regular Registeel is better. Please let me know what you, in your professional opinion, think I should do. Thanks, Mythic. So I think Mythic is referencing the Ultra League. I'm actually going to do a quick peek at a past show note to verify that so my guess would be since mythic is referencing rare candy as opposed to rare candy xl this is for great league but it could also be ultra league phoebe you're right I i took a look at mythic's last email and he this is his current team as of the last week so he said he was using a buzzwall quagsire and an obstagoon so you are correct. He is referencing the Great League. I've just heard right now, I just have double, like Ultra League double on the brain because oh, sure. we had that awesome event in Yokohama and I was trying to gather up as many Wulu XL candy as possible. So my brain, when I see double, I just think of the Ultra League, but Great League as well. So let's kind of take a look uh, at that email again. I'm going to refresh my brain. So he's switching out his Obstagoon. His other Pokemon are Buswell and Quagsire for the Great League. Switching out the Obstagoon, trying to figure out what he wants to switch it with. A Double, a Scrafty, or a Shadow Registeel. Do you have any thoughts? So we'll start with the easiest part of this question for me to answer, which is Shadow Registeel versus regular Registeel. Which is better? And... The general consensus is that regular Registeel is better because Shadow Registeel does not benefit as strongly as other Shadow Pokemon do from the Shadow Bonus. So the Shadow Bonus gives you an extra 20% damage to your uh, attacks, but in return you take an additional 20% damage. That number's right, right? I'm... 
got a bit of brain fog right now. Is it 20%? I think so. Okay. I'm I'm like 90% sure, but uh, anyways, we can We make we make mistakes. It's it happens. It's acceptable. All mm-hmm. right. Anyways, so 20% extra damage and uh is taken as well. The reason that Red Shield doesn't benefit is because Lock-On typically only ever does one damage. So the fast attack doesn't actually have an increase in its potency. And then your charged attacks are are uh, slightly harder hitting, because but because they don't have same type attack bonus, they're very infrequently ever one hit KOing things that they're going up against. So... Like Altaria, you're not going to one-shot that with a Zap Cannon, even if you're Shadow Variant. So you'll still typically need two to knock out. And in that sense, it's also slightly less efficient to be running a Shadow Registeel over a regular Registeel. All right, I agree. Generally, the regular Registeel is better. Uh, it just doesn't benefit from that shadow bonus this way that other Pokemon do. Second part of your question is what to maybe switch out on your team. So something to complement the Buzzwool. So you have Buzzwool in the front, Quagsire is the swap, and so you're looking for something to kind of clean up in the back. I would personally lean towards Dubwool over Scrafty because Scrafty would lean you... ABA weak to charm um, because uh, Buzzwool is going to be weak to charm and Scrafty's double weak to charm. Um, Dubwool is extremely flexible in its moveset. It's going to be running double kick with body slam and then either wild charge or payback. Personally, I think in the meta wild charge makes a little bit more sense right now, but I could see it being argued for either option. And it's just really safe. Its its best answers are going to be fighting types, and fighting types are typically a little bit more on the squishy side, unless you're talking about Metacham, which just fears nothing. Um, yeah, I, I I personally would say double out of uh, out of those three options. I like it too. Also, we're excited. Double's back. We got double in events. Use it. We got. We campaigned. We let Niantic know by mentioning it on the podcast every week. Doubles back. Mm. Use it. It's a fun Pokemon. And I'm all about using fun Pokemon. So Mythic, thank you so much for continuing to update us. I love hearing about your progress. And good luck continuing out the rest of the season. You'll have to let us know where you end up. Next email is from Call85. Uh, how about you read this one, Mr. Alpha Feed? Yeah, so this is about status status conditions. Call says, Hello, I have some thoughts related to your discussion the last couple of podcasts about things like burns and paralysis, etc. I thought for some of the moves that decrease accuracy, you could have an image that impedes you seeing the screen during a charge attack, making it harder to hit excellent on the attack. For example, if you're trying to throw a fighting charge move after an attack like sand attack, All you can see are grains of sand and not exactly where the red buttons you use for a fighting attack. Paralysis could perhaps bring dead parts of the touchscreen so that if you you tap, it doesn't send out a a fast attack. 
So uh, in that example, you sometimes might have a mud shot uh, not register, and then you would actually have six uh, mud shots to get to a hydro cannon as opposed to five because one of your taps was on the dead part of the screen. Uh, what do you think of those ideas? Thanks. Love your segment and fish may the leads forever be in your favor. Defy E. I hope you lose every lead. Wow. That's a, a little bit mean. A little bit. Are you familiar with the bit, Alpha Phoebe? The may the leads forever be in your favor bit? Yes. I did not realize that it was uh, so toxically against you. Well, because uh, my co-host, Fish on a Heater, he decided that we needed to have a catchphrase for the podcast, mm. uh, a saying, a quip, something to put at the end of the podcast every single week. I thought it was too cheesy. And I express this every single week when Fish insists on saying his catchphrase, may the leads forever be in your favor. I express my distaste every week because I think it's, I think it's cheesy. Not like a lot of good podcasts don't have catchphrases. I would say the best ones don't. Mm. I have, I have my opinions people. Um, But yeah, call that is as harsh as cold. I can feel the ice. It's like a frost last just came in here. Hurts. But we will still discuss and answer your email. Uh, I think that's really fun. I love the idea of like uh, your opponent throws sand attack and you go to throw the next charge move and you can't. It's like like a super fuzzy screen and you can't see anything like you're going through like a sandstorm in the main series game. I think that's really fun. Yeah. And I think that would make for a. uh pretty good like a, a pretty funny like live stream experience as well right whether it be on like uh someone's personal live stream on twitch or whether it be for like the regionals right and i i feel like it would be a very a, a very fun visual experience I, I i do think that status conditions could have a lot of fun play especially in go pvp i think it would uh, require a lot of careful thought from Niantic in terms of implementation to make sure that they're all balanced and like they all feel useful, right? Because while the sand attack that you described might be uh, useful for something like a fighting charge move where maybe you ac- uh, accidentally miss a bubble because you can't see it there, uh, for something more like uh, what's probably the easiest, like bug or uh ghost where the bubbles are always in the same spot it might not be as impactful in that situation yeah that's a really good point something to think about it's a fun idea for sure though i worry though like again anything like you mentioned anything that gets implemented in this game has to be done carefully i worry about when we talk about status conditions and other things i worry about it just breaking the game like the game just like not working because of this new feature because we've seen it before and it makes me worried yeah that's also quite valid with that Kyle, i hope that you get good leads i just don't like the ca- i don't like the whole catchphrase concept but i hope that you have good leads in the go battle league next one is from faulkner it's a personal update Faulkner 14 writes, hey guys, Faulkner 14 here. First off, I really appreciate the personal response. It was very unexpected. Anyways, I thought I'd update you on how my plummet went. Oh no. In a week, I fell from the 2600s all the way down to 1745. Oof. 
That had to hurt. I've dragged my way back to 2072. Okay. At the time of this email, that won't last. I'm still enjoying myself and strive to one day get my Pika Libre. Hope to see you at GoFest. Regards, Faulkner14. My GoFest, if I did not see you, Faulkner, it's because I was so, I was only there for Friday and Saturday. I left early Sunday morning, so I missed like a ton of people uh, for GoFest because I left early, but I needed sleep. However, um, 2600s, you are like almost there. Uh, next seat, even if you don't get your Pika Libre this season, if you continue to build on that progress, 2600s is really, really close to legend. Yeah. It's really impressive. And we all have ups and downs. So don't beat yourself up about dropping. It happens. We have bad cups. Maybe we run a team that just isn't working and we don't want to give up on it. It happens sometimes. But if you can get all the way up to the 2600s once, you can certainly do it again and then improve from there. All right. Well, this next one, I actually am really excited to read. So I'll go ahead and get started on it. It's from Arkham. Uh, it's about Shadow Wobbuffet. Hello, Fish on a Heater and DeFi. Well, um, also, hello, Alpha Phoebe. It's okay. It's okay. I don't, I don't mind you forgetting about me. Uh, congrats on your campaign that brought Wulu back to Pokemon Go. Any chance you know when Shadow Wobbuffet will return? I tried to get a Great League quality one last time they were in the grunts, but uh, the best I saw was a one star. I'm looking to have a purified return thrower to have this uh, safest of swaps. Thanks for the great show, and may the safe swaps be ever in your favor, Arkham. Well, Arkham, uh, I can't speak for uh, DeFi E250 here, but I don't know when they're coming back. But I would also like to know when they're coming back, because I am also looking for a hundo. I have a 98. It's really close. I've held off on building it, and I really want to grind Shadow Rockets to get a hundo if Wubbuffet ever returns. Yeah, I don't have anything. I think my best purified Wobbuffet's an 89. It's like 14, 15, 11. So like not what I want. It's so close. And of course I want Shadow Wobbuffet to come back. It's a Pokemon that you purify. You don't leave it in that shadow form. You purify it uh, and you make it happy again and you show it love. So of course it's a Pokemon that I would love to use. I just, I don't have a purified one that gets up there. I have a lot that I are for trade. So if anybody ever has like a lucky trade with me, I always have purified Wobbuffet as an option. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let me, let me just uh, make sure that we have lucky friends soon. So I can uh, try to get that, uh, that uh, lucky hunter from you. Yeah, I have, I think seven, eight, like I have quite a few available for trade right now uh, that I just kind of keep in my inventory because I'm just I'm waiting I'm waiting for the day someday it'll happen for me but yeah I hope it comes back soon too uh it's again it is it is quite the safe swap because nothing really can take it down easily um so that's the same kind of thing with why nut in the little cups it's just so bulky uh that it makes a good safe swap kind of like a chancy in great league as well sometimes you can just out bulk your opponents and go to that timeout strategy it's it's certainly a strategy it doesn't work all the time but if you use it let us know let us know if you have success or if you get frustrated i uh i have not built my chancy for great league yet so i also have not necessarily uh 
been on the giving end of timeout strats, but I've been on the receiving end of many timeout strats. And it always feels good to uh, successfully knock out enough Pokemon so that you end up winning when the, the clock strikes zero. <laughs> it does. It feels good when you recognize like they're trying to time out and then you win anyway. It's a good feeling. Or when you're both playing a timeout strategy and you manage to out time out your opponent. It's good. It's a fun feeling. I don't actually have any hundo chances. It makes me very sad. Um, I have two 96s, and that's just not what I want to invest. I have the XL candy for it. I just don't don't have that hundo yet. Gotta work on gotta work on it. Um happening needs to be an eggs more. I need mm-hmm. more happening hatches. I've I have a 98% happening, so I lied. I do have a 15, 14, 15 happening that I could evolve but i want the hundo yeah i uh have been lucky enough to get two hundo chances so i've got one hundo chancy one hundo blissy and i hatched a hundo happening so i'm i'm all set on the family nice i do have like early on like my i did have a hundo chancy a long time ago in 2017 but i evolved it immediately because i was excited that i had a Uh. hundo so i do have a level 40 just like very large blissy um, her name's Big Bliss. We love her. Uh, but I would like to have some family for her. So hopefully some hundo chances and happenies coming my way. Next and final email is going to be from Cool Pair Pokemon uh, asking about Ultra League teams. So Ultra League isn't coming up in this most recent rotation, but it's good. I'm sure we will get an Ultra League early in the next season. So let's find out what they have to say. To DeFi and Fish, I have a bunch of Pokemon to choose from for my Ultra League team, but I just can't decide. Can you choose it for me, please? We can do that. Um, the Pokemon are Salamence, Alolan Executor, Hariyama, Blissey, Blastoise, Obstagoon, Snorlax, Machoke. I don't know if you mean Machoke or Machamp. Um, I mean, I guess Machamp would be pretty good. And then Hitmonlee. Sorry for the long email. Cool pair of Pokemon. Sorry for the long email, Alpha Phoebe, is also a bit... Mm. I was going to say, that is not a very long email. I think that's actually the shortest that we've seen. Um, it is It is a GoCast podcast. It's a thing. Mm. It's something we are proud of, that everybody writes in apologizing for their long emails. It's it. a good... It's a good part of the lore. You're the lore guy, so... I am the lore guy, so I love, I love this lore. It's great. Um taking a look the first one that stands out to me is the obstagoon for ultra league definitely a really solid pick it's good to have a counter user it's good to have something that has night slash um to be able to counter something like the giratina um does anything else stand out to you alpha phoebe on that list i think a good pairing with obstagoon would be snorlax you could run a bit of an abb team so maybe you safe swap the snorlax to pull out the fighter and then you have obstagoon in the back is i think i'm trying i'm looking at the other pokemon and i really think out of all of those options i think blastoise or if the machoke is in fact a machamp i would choose the machamp it it would be very similar to the uh wholesome underscore classic team shadow machamp shadow snorlax and alolan muck he is famed for using that in the ultra league um so it would be a bit of a, a, a 
uh, homage to it in that sense. Uh, but I do agree uh, that the two Pokemon that seem the uh, strongest for Ultra League would be Blastoise or Machamp if those are available. I think if I had to choose... It would probably be Machamp over Blastoise, like you said. But Blastoise isn't a bad option either, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's just fun. A lot of times you want to pick Pokemon that you like and you enjoy. We encourage that on this podcast. Blastoise, Hydro Cannon, really anything with Hydro Cannon can be quite potent because it's arguably the most busted charge move in this game. And you, again, I believe... Do you still want the Hundo for Blastoise for the Ultra League, or can you use a low attack one? Uh, you can use a low attack one, but powering up a Hundo is not too bad. Yeah, it requires, um, if you power up a Hundo, you really don't need any other XL candy. I think you need maybe like 20 XL if you power up a Hundo. Yeah, just Otherwise, a yeah, a low attack um high hp high defense blastoise that would be fun i should try to find i think i have one from the more recent we've had like three community day classics in the past two months for squirtle alone (laughs) yep i do i have a good one for ultra league i should use her uh next time around because that is definitely fun and that's again lots of xl candy because we have had lots of events featuring squirtle and squirtle's just it's, you know, the Kanto starters. There's there's just something about them. People love them. Our Gen 1ers out there. And he's got sunglasses, so he's pretty cool. Oh, of course. You can't... If you have a Blastoise with sunglasses, you should just use it. No questions. Whatever league it is. Just <laughs> use it. You want to... I just wish that they kept the sunglasses when they Mega Evolved. Because I want to see a Mega Blastoise with sunglasses. That would be pretty sick agreed and with that alpha phoebe that is about the length of our podcast uh we will pick up with shameless plugs for pallet town and the GoCast podcast next week uh when we're wrapping up the season so i'm going to be really excited to see people's kind of where they're going to leave off for the season maybe goals for next season chris and kyle they're all about the goals they are the goal people uh, Chris kind of bugs us that we don't set goals enough. Maybe some of you out there will have some GBL goals or maybe some play Pokemon goals that you can share with us. So let us know. We'd love to shout you out for that. Uh, Alpha Feed, do you have anything that you would like to plug here at the end of the show? You know, if I was streaming more frequently, I would plug my own stream instead just make sure that you're turning into the regionals, uh, twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go, and uh, watch watch those being cast. Uh, they're always a lot of fun, and, you know, if you haven't attended one, you can try attending one yourself. Excellent. If people wanted to find you on, like, the social media landscape, would you say that you're the most active on the website formerly known as Twitter? Yeah, so uh, uh, slash alphafeeb, A-L-P-H-A-F-E-E-B, uh, there and then I'm also very infrequently on Twitch uh, as well. Uh, same same uh, URL extension. Twitch affiliates, both of us. We are Twitch Incredible. affiliate. Twitch affiliate club. All right. I don't have anything. I announced on the website formerly known as Twitter uh, that I am back to work. It is 
fall. So I'm working on getting into my work routine. I'm also really proud of myself getting into some physical fitness routines, uh, meeting with a personal trainer, trying to get that going as well, which means I'm going to be a little uh, less frequent on content creation until I can kind of get those routines set and in place. Because you got to balance it. You got to balance the work with the fun of Pokemon and also taking care of yourself. It's tough to do. So I'm taking, I'm letting content creation take a back seat for a little while, but not abandoning this show because I love this show. It's the one consistent piece of content uh, that I make every single week. And I absolutely love it. And I loved having you on this week. Alpha Feeb, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me for an hour. Of course. And thanks for having me. All right. And with that, everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.